Your top stories on Blitz this hour. All the action from the Europa League round of 32. Excitement mounts ahead of a bumper weekend of Vodacom Super Rugby. Tensions flare in Vegas between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. We bring you the latest from the clay courts of Rio. And it's all systems go for the Women's T20 World Cup in Australia. Wales will be out to return to winning ways in the 2026 Nations when they tackle France at Millennium Stadium in Cardiff. Wales lost to Ireland in Round 2. Le Bleu, meanwhile, sit at the top of the championship heading into Round 3 after back-to-back -back victories. Wales have made two changes to their starting lineup for the visit to France this weekend. Gareth Davies has been reinstated at scrum half in the only change for the backline, and there's also a start for Ross Moriarty. Coming in at blindside flank to set up an all-British and Irish Lions back row. George North retains his place on the wing, part of a back three completed by Josh Adams and Lee Halfpenny. With Davies back in the starting side, Thomas Williams drops to the bench. 28-year-old uncapped lock, Will Rowlands, is poised to make his debut for Wales this weekend. France and Ireland lead the way in the Guinness Six Nations after two wins from two, while Italy and Scotland are yet to win a game. Italy and Scotland will be looking to get their first wins of the season as they kick off round three of the Guinness Six Nations. Champions Wales are at home to France, while on Sunday England and Ireland do battle. Wales will host South Africa in the climax to both countries' rugby year when they host the world champions in the last of four tests at the Principality Stadium in November. The box defeated Wales in the semi-finals of the 2019 Rugby World Cup when the teams last met, en route to lifting the Webellas Cup. The box, however, have some scores to settle in the Welsh capital without a win since 2013. Wales will kick off the Autumn Internationals with a test against Fiji that will be followed by matches against New Zealand and Argentina in each of the following weekends before the clash against the box. If their latest press conference is anything to go by, the WBC heavyweight title rematch between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury is sure to be a fiery affair. Champion Wilder and the Gypsy King engaged in a heated exchange ahead of their bout at MGN Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas. The bronze bomber aims to defend his title successfully for an 11th time. This is what I've been preparing myself for. This is what I've been waiting so many months for. This could have been happening a long time ago, but somebody put on their running shoes. And they should have. They needed more warm-ups. They needed to get themselves convinced that, they, they, that they, they're their best. When they know they're not, I can't wait. And don't he dare ever, he better not ever say he got me to big-time boss. Ever in this game, I'm a slapper. Fury was down twice in the initial bout that ended in a controversial split decision draw. The Brit remains adamant he will be the one to put the bronze bomber on his back for the count and put the WBC Heavyweight Championship around his waist and become the first boxer to record a professional win over Wilder. I've took uh, Deontay Wilder's best punches and I'm still undefeated. People say he's the hardest puncher in boxing history. Very untrue because I'm still here, or still undefeated and still knock him out on Saturday night. I've, I've never seen him on the canvas and get up before in a professional fight, that's for sure. 
maybe he did early on in his career, but I didn't see it. So, And yet, I, until I've seen him climb off the canvas, then I'm, I'm not convinced. Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury renew their intense rivalry as the pair slug things out for Wilder's WBC heavyweight title in Las Vegas. The stellar three-fight undercard includes another title fight for the WBO Super Bantamweight belt. You can catch it all live on your World of Champions. The four-at war event put some of South Africa's brightest boxing talent on show to slug it out for top honours in the junior middleweight division and for a shot to bag one million rand. It is down to the final two, Brandon Taser and Boyd Allen. The two will meet at Empress Palace for the second time. Allen will be hoping things go according to the last script when the two met for the WBA Pan-African welterweight title and saw the former EFC fighter successfully defend his belt. In his sixth professional boxing match, Allen managed to down Tristan Trutter in the 10th round and the 28-year-old is confident of making it 2-2 two two against Taser. We've been prepping hard and we've, uh, we've put in all the work and there's still a little bit of time before the fight, uh, but I'm definitely going to be victorious on the night, I have no doubt. JP Stradon picked up where he left off at the Tour Championship here at Serengeti Estates, grabbing the outright first-round lead. The defending champion got off to a fast start with two birdies in his first two holes, finishing the nine with three more in a row. He dropped just one shot on his 13th hole, but got it back, signing for a six-under par 66. Yeah, I played nicely. I was solid, good off the tee. I think we only missed about two fairways or three fairways today, which is not bad on this course. And yeah, I think almost yeah, missed two greens as well. So kept it in play, padded nicely and yeah. Tristan Lawrence finished runner-up to straight on 12 months ago. He also made a fast start in round one, turning in three under par. He made three more birdies on the way in, but dropped a shot on the par 5 eighth, his 17th hole. He signed for a five under 67. Yeah, overall very solid. Um... I quite like this golf course. I did well last year. I came one short and um, yeah, solid from the team. Made a few putts here and there. Um, unfortunate break on the eighth hole. Made a bogey, first bogey of the day, but overall very, very happy with the start. Garrick Higo joined Lawrence on that number. He reeled off four birdies on his outward nine and another two on the way in. He dropped a shot on his last hole, the ninth, but still signed for a 67 to share second place. I just knew I had to go low because, I mean, the Sunshine Tour boys always shoot low scores. So a six was, six was probably the number, but I finished five, so that's all right still. Daniel Green joined the bunch on five under. Just one dropped shot for him mixed with six birdies was particularly pleasing given that the wind picked up later in the day. Got up to probably a club and a half um, wind on the back nine. The front nine wasn't too bad. Yeah, those last couple of holes are testy in, into the wind, but I guess... It's uh, maybe better to play a little bit into the wind. If it was no wind, maybe take more chances. So, I don't know. I just played it a hole by hole. Reese Enoch and Hayden Porteous also posted first round 67s to join the bunch in a tie for second. Four other golfers are a further shot back, amongst them Luke Jerling and Dion Germesais. The second day of the Standard Bank SA Women's Masters took place at the San Lemire Country Club on the KwaZulu Natal South Coast. Kim Williams put together rounds of 74 and 72 to sit tied for third on two over par ahead of the final round. 
Carlo Gole is one shot better off in second place after a second round 76 to add to her opening 69. At the top of the leaderboard is Scotland's Jane Turner on two under par. Consistent play through the opening two days from green to tee, followed by a good putting display, gave Turner the edge over the field. Two rounds of 71 put the 30-year-old in pole position to lift the South African Women's Masters title. Italy's Lorenzo Sonigo faced second seed Dusan Lajovic in the second round of the ATP 500 Rio Open. Following a steady start, Lajovic converted a breakpoint in the seventh game to take the advantage, but the Italian broke back immediately to level the game. The set went to a tiebreaker, which Sonigo claimed to take the lead in the match. Lajovic clicked into a higher gear in the second set, racing to a 3-0 lead. A barrage of unforced errors, though, allowed Sonigo back into the match to level the set at 3-all. With both men holding serve, the set went to a tiebreaker, with Sonigo again holding out against one of the top seeds to claim a hard-fought victory and progress to the next round. Roger Federer announced on his Twitter that he'll miss this year's French Open after undergoing surgery on his right knee in Switzerland. The 20-time Grand Slam champion went under the knife on Wednesday and will miss Roland Garros for the fourth time in the last five years. The 38-year-old who last enjoyed success at the French Open in 2009 is expected to make a full recovery and is likely to only return at the start of the grass court season and hopefully in time for Wimbledon. The hotly anticipated ICC Women's T20 World Cup is set to get underway in Australia. Such is the draw that it has provided a footing start to the tournament with two giants of international cricket to collide. Hosts Australia kick off the defence of their title when they face India. The two teams are powerhouses in women's limited overs cricket. Australia top of the ICC rankings in both one-day internationals and T20s. India are second in the 50-over rankings, and although they are fourth highest on the T20 ladder, the distance between teams in the shortest format has narrowed over the past few years, an ingredient that adds to a tantalizing tournament ahead. India have experience of victory over the Australians in their backyard. A tri-series win down under in 2016 was described as a pivotal moment in Indian women's cricket, according to ODI captain Mitali Raj. The first time India won a series outside the subcontinent. The last time the teams met at the T20 World Cup, India were victors in the group stage. This, however, did not stop Australia from claiming a record fourth title in the West Indies two years ago. In this, the seventh edition of the tournament, with home ground advantage, there is no doubt the Australians can once again go all the way. However, should India have any say in the matter, sparks are sure to fly in Sydney as both teams aim to lay down a marker for the rest of the field at the Women's T20 World Cup tournament. The wait is almost over for the start of the ICC Women's T20 World Cup as defending champions Australia do battle against India. Catch all the action live from the Sydney Showground Stadium on your World of Champions. South Africa will aim to put the disappointment of the England tour behind them when they welcome Australia next, with the first of three T20 matches set to take place at the Imperial Wanderers Stadium. You can follow the action ball by ball live on your World of Champions.